0: Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. To mark the 70th year of Queen Elizabeth's reign, the UK is holding a large celebration this week called the Platinum Jubilee. And this episode of Thinking in English is going to introduce you to every royal word you need to know to talk about the Queen, the Monarchy and the Crown. Check out the Thinking in English blog for a full transcript of today's episode. Head over to my Instagram page, have a look at some of the great content on Thinking in English podcast over there and leave a like, follow, rating or review wherever you listen to Thinking in English. This week, the United Kingdom will celebrate Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee, the 70th year of her being the country's monarch. She became queen on the 6th of February 1952, and since then has reigned over the UK and 15 other countries. Although her role is largely ceremonial, meaning she has no real political power, the royal family are still respected and loved by millions of British people. Although not by everyone. For people from outside of the UK, the royal family can seem a little strange and confusing. With this year's Platinum Jubilee and the continued popularity of the Netflix show The Crown, more and more people are curious about the Queen. I'm sure many of you listening today would also like to understand this part of British culture and history. One of the biggest obstacles to understanding British royalty is the vocabulary. There are hundreds of words, phrases, sayings, and idioms that are regularly used to describe the royal family and things related to the British monarchy. And with around 40 monarchies still existing today, These words can be often used in different situations and in different countries. So today, I thought I would introduce you to a few of the most relevant, interesting and challenging royal words. So let's start at the beginning, I guess. If you ever had the opportunity to meet the Queen, how would you greet her? What would you call her? Would you call her Queen Elizabeth? Definitely not. The Queen is referred to as Her Majesty when you're talking about her. And if you ever meet the Queen, you will be told to greet her as Your Majesty first and then subsequently Ma'am. Many UK institutions will include Her Majesty as part of the name, For example, the UK tax office is called HMRC, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. The official name of the UK government is Her Majesty's Government. And the place British people get their travel documents is called Her Majesty's Passport Office. But whatever you do, don't call the Queen Your Royal Highness or Her Royal Highness. This is a common mistake people make. The Royal Highness title is given to princes and princesses and is a lower title than Majesty, which is just for the Queen. So if you meet Prince Charles tomorrow, you should greet him as your Royal Highness and then subsequently as Sir. Most of you probably think of The Crown as being a very popular Netflix show or the expensive hat the British monarch wears. In Britain, however, the crown is used to refer to everything about the monarchy. The crown can refer to the king or queen. The crown can refer to the government of a country that is a monarchy. And the crown can also mean the power of the king or queen. So if you hear the phrase the crown in the UK, it might not be talking about the TV show. The Queen is the monarch of the UK. Monarch is the term used to describe the king or queen of a monarchy. In other words, a monarch is a person who rules a kingdom or an empire. What's the difference between a monarchy and other governments? Well, it's a slightly difficult topic, but in a monarchy, The power of the head of state, the power of the leader, stays in the same family and is passed down through generations. Once a person becomes a monarch, they stay monarch until they die or give up power. The UK, however, has a constitutional monarchy. This means that rather than the monarchy having complete power, their role is basically ceremonial and real political influence and power comes from the elected government and parliament. Rather than monarch, Monarch, you could also say sovereign. A sovereign is a person with supreme authority, supreme rule. In other words, a monarch. You might be familiar with other meanings of sovereign, which are connected to power and ability to make decisions. So, as a noun, sovereign can refer to the highest leader of a country. Additional terms can also be applied to the queen or king to give a clearer idea of their power or status. Two similar terms with very different meanings are regnant and regent. Queen Elizabeth II is currently the queen regnant. This means that she is the ruling and reigning monarch of a country. Importantly, she has this power to herself. Sometimes the wife of a king can also take the title queen. But in this case, or in that case, she would be called the queen consort. However, as Queen Elizabeth is the monarch, she is the queen regnant. So what is a queen regent then? It sounds similar, but it's quite a different role. If the reigning monarch is unable to do their job and duties as king or queen, you know, maybe they're sick, they're missing, they're very young, or they're fighting in a war, one of their relatives will often take over their duties and responsibilities. They are not the real king or queen, so are described as the king or queen regent. In British history, regents have been quite rare, but there are a few famous examples. When King George III fell ill in the 19th century, his son George IV took over as prince regent. This period is very famous, described as the regency era and London is full of Regency architecture. And maybe you have visited Regent's Park in London. When George III finally passed away, his son George IV became the official king. Succession is the process of automatically replacing a monarch with their heir when they die or resign. So in monarchies, this tends to be simple, so long as the monarch has children. If they don't have children, succession can be a little bit more confusing. There is actually a formal list describing the order of succession in the UK, and I'm sure in other monarchies too. The order of succession is basically ranked on the eligibility to become monarch, and is based on the idea that first-born children will always be next in line to the throne. This wasn't always the case in the UK. Boys were given preference to girls, but a recent law change means that from now on, it will always be the firstborn child, regardless of their gender. In the UK, the order of succession is currently Prince Charles, the firstborn son of the Queen, then Prince William, uh, Charles's first son, and then Prince George, William's son. As George is still a child, and of course he has no children himself, the order of succession then moves on to Prince William's other children. While succession is the automatic replacement of monarchs, accession or accession, refers to the legal process of a new king or queen taking the throne. You succeed a person, so the previous king or queen, and you accede to the throne. Queen Elizabeth acceded to the throne 70 years ago. You might have noticed that the title of monarch is always passed down through families. There is a word for this, hereditary. Hereditary the British monarch is hereditary. It is based on inheritance through the same family and not elected, chosen or appointed. And because it is hereditary, it means that it is impossible for a normal citizen like me to become the monarch, the head of state. An interesting fact about Queen Elizabeth that you might not know unless you watch The Crown on Netflix, I guess, um, is that her father was not supposed to be king. Her uncle, Edward VIII, became king in January 1936. However, after falling in love with a twice-divorced American woman called Wallace Simpson, Edward VIII abdicated his throne. Edward's brother George... Who was Elizabeth's father, then became king. To abdicate is the word used when a king or queen quits. There have been quite a few abdications in British history. Uh, James II abdicated in 1689, although that wasn't really his choice, and Richard II abdicated in 1399 when his cousin Henry took over. In other monarchies, abdications are much more common. In Spain, Cambodia, the Netherlands, and Japan, monarchs regularly abdicate due to old age. The Japanese emperor abdicated three or four years ago, I think. When Edward VIII wanted to marry the American woman, Wallis Simpson, it was a problem because she had already been married twice. However, Royals can marry commoners. A commoner, is, in the world of royalty, is basically someone without a title. The royal family and other noble families would be given titles by the the queen, like prince, duke, earl, baron, or viscount. If you don't have one of these titles, you are considered a commoner. Prince William's wife, the Duchess of Cambridge, was a commoner when she married into the royal family and so was Prince, Ch- Prince Charles's current wife, Camilla. The final two words I'll introduce today refer to whether a person supports or is against the monarchy. A monarchist is someone who supports the system of having a king or queen. Sometimes in the UK, these people are called royalists as well. Older people in the UK tend to be the most monarchist group, while younger people tend to support an elected head of state. If you want to get rid of the monarchy and replace it with a president or nothing at all, we describe you as a republican. Now, it's important not get confused with the American political party. In the UK, being a Republican means you want the UK to be a republic, a country without a monarchy. At the moment, support for the monarchy is relatively high in the UK, especially because the Queen is a very popular person and this year is her platinum jubilee. However, in the future, Charles will accede to the throne. And it is likely the royal family will lose some of its popularity around that time. So here is today's final thought. Hopefully now you have learned enough royal related words to fully understand this week's Platinum Jubilee. The royal family is a strange and confusing group of people with a unique language and vocabulary. But by studying and using some of the words I introduced today, you you can also start to understand the world of royalty. Do you know any other royal words? How about your country? Do you live in a monarchy? What kind of government does your country have? And do you think Britain should stay as a monarchy? Let me know what you think, answers to these questions in the comments on Spotify, the comments on the blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, of course, Um, or you can send me a message on Instagram. I try to reply to everyone. Uh, If you'd like, leave a rating, follow, review, wherever you are listening right now. We're trying to get uh, to 900 and then 1,000 ratings on Spotify, which would be absolutely amazing. Um, go over to my Instagram page and leave a like and follow over there, Thinking in English podcast. Um, If you'd like to donate, donate and support Thinking in English, support me, or maybe just even buy me a beer. Uh, You can donate on the blog uh, or in the description of the podcast, there's a link. And I think that's everything. So I hope you have an excellent day. And if you are interested in the Platinum Jubilee, there'll be lots of celebrations on uh, Thursday and Friday, and maybe Saturday this week. So from the second of June. But yeah, have a good have a good week.